I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We haven't doing, been doing our 24 hours in news for the last week or so, just with Grand Final and a heap going on. We will be getting back into those soon. There is, of course, less news going around in Rugby League though, so I thought I'd leave it for a week or so and then just dive into all of the signings that we've seen over the last week or 10 days. There has been a heap of them. No major ones. There's been a couple of reported ones that could be big. Uh, Tyrone Peach is obviously a pretty big one as well, but we'll go through each of those give my thoughts on it now when I look at the way the Dragons are going about their business seems to be a very money ball play Denon said this to me about a month ago and I sort of thought oh I don't know if it's that much of a play or whether it's just these are the guys that they can actually get or not but but look at the caliber of guys they're getting they're all guys that they've shown ability but they haven't really shown the best of their abilities in rugby league and I think they do still have more to offer but are the Dragons the team to be able to get the very best out of these guys? i got to tell you, I'm less than convinced on that. They have got a really good crop of young guys coming through there that is very exciting in their spine. Um, but, yeah, I, I like these guys all as players, but I just don't think they're moving the needle massively. But, I mean, if it wasn't for Barbecue Gate last year, God knows where the Dragons would have been because they were well and truly in the top eight race. So, Tau Tau Moga, he's the first one they've signed. Tau Tau's um, a local guy, lives in my area, sensational bloke. Uh, he's been riddled with injuries. It's one of the more unlucky careers you've ever seen for Tao Tao. He's had little stints where when he was young at the Roosters, he looked like he was going to be a gun. He then went up to Brisbane, Cowboys, Newcastle, showed little bursts there. Probably his best stint was at Newcastle and Brisbane when he, when he had games that he really showed what he's capable of doing. But injuries have always derailed the career of Tau Tau Moga. So hopefully this is a turning point. He was at South Sydney last year. I think he played one or two games. I know he played some Reggies, but then that got called off. I'm not even sure if he was up there in the bubble with them, to be perfectly honest with you. But Tau Tau, he can play. 
but his body is just riddled with injuries. If he can pull a full season together without any injuries, which we did see the Dragons do with Jack Bird last year, this could be a really good signing. So, Tiao Tiao Moga, I'm hopeful, but I'm a little bit nervous how this one plays out realistically. Fingers crossed for him it does, though, because he deserves uh, the opportunity to show what he can actually do over a long period of time. They've also signed another centre in Moses Suli from the Manly Seagulls. Uh, Moses, he's obviously been around a couple of clubs now. Every time he's come into first grade, he's been sensational. This is one that I'm sure Dragons fans will be really excited about, and I understand that. Um, What I will say on Moses is that he tends to struggle with the week-to-week grind of first-grade football. When you bring him into that manly side and they're high and flying, they're doing well, and you bring him in once a month to come and play a game of footy, he's playing for a contract. Um, It doesn't shock me that Moses Sully plays really good footy there. And he is a really talented guy. There's no doubting that whatsoever. Defensively, there are a number of issues with Moses Sully and the way that he plays, though. But hopefully the Dragons can sort that out. I think this is probably the pick of the bunch as far as their signings go over the last few weeks. But still... I'm not convinced that the Dragons are the team to get the very best out of Moses Sully. He's had issues in the past with how he trains, his attitude, everything. Um, You know, we saw that he had to wait in line at the Manly Seagulls and he's left straight away. So I I don't know what you read into this this one, to be perfectly honest with you. If they get the best out of Moses Sully, it's a masterstroke. Uh, but I've got to tell you, I'm not anticipating that. The other man is another one of Moses Sully's former teammates, Jack Goz. He's a mascot Jets junior, another guy that... I've never been overly impressed with him first grade, to be perfectly honest with you. He does seem to score tries here and there. He runs a good line. He's solid. But I just don't think he's going to be a consistent sort of guy. As far as having him in your squad as, as a depth fella, I, I think it's sensational. You could do so much worse than to have a couple of injuries and be forced to play Jack Goz in your second row. So not a bad signing. Uh, I just don't think it's a needle mover. I don't think he's going to excel at the Dragons. I think he'll be solid. I think he'll play a lot of footy in reserve grade and spend a lot of time coming off the bench for the Dragons. But um, Ben Hunt, he's obviously fantastic at ball playing with his edge forward. Jack Goz has shown throughout his career that he is a guy with a high attacking upside on his day. So we'll see how it plays out. Look, three good signings by the Dragons, but I don't think they're excellent signings. As as Denon said to me a month ago, the money ball route seems to be the way they're going. So very interested to see how it plays out. Credit to them. I gave them next to no hope to be successful last year. If it wasn't for uh, Barbecue Gate, they probably would have been a successful team. But they're coming into this season without Matt Dufty, who for me... Every time the Dragons won games of football, Matt Dufty was in the top three players on the field. So it's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out for St. George. But they do have these young kids coming through. So maybe they're just trying to build a salary cap around these guys for the next few years to keep their head above water to make sure they keep these guys because they definitely don't want to lose them. Best of luck to Hook, though. I hope he does well because I think he deserves to do well off the back of last season. Up at the North Queensland Cowboys, the Hammer, he has re-signed up there. So fantastic news for North Queensland fans. I think they just need to work out what position Hammer's going to play this year. Uh, I think Todd Payton, he really needs to sit down and work out what 2022 is going to look like for his Cowboys. He can't be shifting and changing guys all over the field throughout this season. He needs to set and forget at the start of the season and give those guys times to work out those positions. Whether he sees Hammer as a center, a winger, a fullback, whatever it might be, pick a position for him and let the guy develop there. Personally, I'd probably have him on a wing, to be honest with you. Um, Center, I think defensively, there's too many issues. Fullback, I don't mind him, but I just don't know if he's got that high attacking upside. He has got the speed that's unbelievable, which I understand. But to be a fullback nowadays, you have to have a bit more 
then just be quick. Yeah, you have to have a ball-playing ability. I haven't seen that from Hammer myself. If I was to play him on the wing, I would also bring him into the contest. I'd use him in a few different ways, give him a bit of a license to roam around. But no doubt, he's an incredibly talented player. You can't coach speed. Speed is the hardest thing to defend as well. So exciting times keeping the Hammer up there. Uh, we've got a report that the Cronulla Sharks are reportedly about to sign Lockie Miller, who plays in the sevens for Australia in the rugby union. Uh, actually, no. Lockie's wife uh, and from what I've always gathered Lockie is a champion fella uh, he's done really well over there playing in the sevens uh, you have a look at his highlights reel very impressive I, I know for a fact he's a good guy too so I think this would be a good little get for the Cronulla Sharks if nothing else it definitely would be interesting we don't see many guys go from union to league and be successful hopefully Lockie uh, he can be the first one in quite some time I actually can't really think there's a lot of guys that obviously played like Australian schoolboys rugby union and came over to league a heap of those guys I understand that but not many guys that have come from rugby union first grade playing sevens whatever it is come to league and been really successful so be interesting to watch Lockie over the next few months if that does happen Mellett, he's obviously been released by the Canterbury Bulldogs. A lot of off-field discretions in the last 12 months. A lot of things that I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't be overly impressed with, especially players. We've seen a lot of them speak out against uh, Adam Elliott and post stuff on Instagram and whatnot. So an interesting one. He's been linked to the Canberra Raiders. Um, now, if I'm looking at this from the outside looking in, the Canberra Raiders, they already seem to have enough off-field stuff. I don't know if Adam Elliott's the guy that you want to bring into this system. God, no, like if he was to have another incident like he's had over the last two years, I mean, that could be boiling point for the Canberra Raiders. I imagine there'd be uh, a fair whack of outspoken wives down then at Canberra that probably wouldn't be overly keen on having Adam Elliott there realistically. So a lot of things to go into this one. As far as football goes, I think he'd be sensational for them. I think he's really underrated, Adam Elliott. I think he had his best two seasons the last two years, but injuries have just derailed them on both occasions. So whoever gets Adam Elliott, the footballer, I think you're in for a big win there, but it's the other stuff that really does worry me, and I'm not sure if Ricky Stewart needs it right now, realistically, but it would be a travesty if Adam Elliott wasn't playing in the NRL next year as far as talent goes. Also, the Canberra Raiders, Jamal Fogarty, they've signed him this week. This report came out three or four weeks ago. We spoke about it. Um, it was then rubbished by the Gold Coast Titans. They've now released him where there's smoke that tends to be fire in rugby league. Um, Jamal Fogarty, I, I think it's a good signing. I don't think it's the, uh, the needle mover that a lot of people are telling me. I think that He's obviously an upgrade on Sam Williams, but I don't think the gap is massive, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, a lot of people have said to me that he's going to be really good for Jack Wyden because he's a stabilizing hand. And I'm like, yeah, okay, so Sam Williams, though. Like, yes, Jamal Fogarty might be a slightly better Sam Williams, but you're sort of you're telling me the same sort of thing. I, I, I think that he's very similar to Sam Williams. He's better than Sam Williams, do not get me wrong. But I don't think he's got this huge attacking upside that Sam Williams doesn't have realistically. But we will see how this one plays out. Uh, an experienced head. Same as Sam Williams, though. So, I, I don't know. Interesting to watch. Hopefully, the Raiders, they can turn it around. The last time they signed a halfback from the Gold Coast Titans, it was Aiden Caesar. He took them to the grand final a couple of years later. So, fingers crossed for Raiders fans. And I hope Jamal Fogarty does well because I am a big fan of him. Uh, Luke Metcalf, he has signed with the New Zealand Warriors. We spoke about this guy all season at the Sharks that when he got his opportunity, he'd make it count. He impressed when he did play first grade. Very disappointing the Sharks have let this guy go. They're already a team that is lacking. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Options to play in the halves. I thought Metcalf would have been an absolute must keep. He signed with the New Zealand Warriors. I think this is a really good signing for them. He's going there in 2023 from what I've gathered, but he could arrive there in 2022. If he does arrive there in 2022... I wouldn't be shocked to see him pair up in the halves with Sean Johnson. This might be a sign that Cody Nicarima or Chanel Harris-Tavita or both potentially might be leaving the New Zealand Warriors. So Metcalf is a really good get. Keep an eye on this kid over the next few years because he's going to be special. Uh, at the Warriors as well, Kane Evans, he's been released. I think the writing was on the wall for Kane. Uh, really just an absolute shitting of the bed merchant over the last six months with the New Zealand Warriors. Some of the brain snaps he came up with and stupid plays, i got to tell you, I, I grew up playing footy against Kane. He's a nice guy, but far out. It's just unbelievable to see how it played out in the last few weeks of the season. When the Warriors were in contention to play finals footy, Kane Evans was just thinking about Kane Evans and doesn't shock me at all that not only the Warriors have released him, but that no NRL club has gone next to him and he has to go to England. So hopefully Kane can go over there. He can have a successful stint, maybe return a bit more matured, but Kane's my age, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I played against him. So 28, 29, almost 30. So uh, not much left in the tank for Kane Evans. An interesting few years coming up for him. Over at the West Tigers, they've signed Tyrone Peachy. Uh, another guy that I look at, and I just don't think he's a Michael Maguire player. You all know I love Peach. I've been saying for... Two and a half years since I've had this page that he should wear jersey 13. He's bounced around a heap of positions. Uh, The Titans, they gave him jersey 13 at the end of last year. They won their last five games in a row. Uh, They bounced around with him again this year. They played him at 5'8", the back end of the season. I thought he did really well. You just got to let this guy play footy. You you don't give him a position. You just let him go out and play. Um, It'd be great to see the Tigers give him jersey 13. They've always used sort of extra middle there, essentially. I think it'd be great to see him use there. Peachy obviously comes with an understanding that he's not the best trainer in rugby league. I've, you know, had numerous sources tell me that from each club he's been at. Michael Maguire, obviously very hard on his training, has high expectations. So an interesting little marriage there. Hopefully they can get the very best out of Peachy. Um, I was obviously a little bit negative on this one. Denon said to me on Bloke in a Bar, you would have heard it the other day, that a Tigers with Peachy is better than a Tigers without Peachy. And that's 100% a fair point. I'm just not sure if we're going to see the very best out of Tyrone Peachy there. Uh, history tells me that guys that go to the Tigers that are underachieving previously don't tend to overachieve once arriving or improve all that much. So we'll see how that one plays out. Ethan Bullimore has signed with the Manly Seagulls. Really like this signing. I've compared him to Matt Gillette. I love the different body sizes that the Manly side have in their front row between, you know, Marty Tapao, your big muscle machine, uh, your Paseca, your taller, lanky sort of fellow. Josh Alloyer sort of fits in the middle. Kepi, very similar, a little bit of a broader body than um, that of Josh Alloyer. And then all of a sudden you've got Ethan Bullimore, who's a smaller body, but he's got the leg speed. So I really 
really like that variety. It makes the Manly Seagulls really hard to defend. Surprise, the Brisbane Broncos have let Bullimore go. Very interesting play there, but I think he will do well for the Manly Seagulls. The Canterbury Bulldogs have continued to add more guys to their roster. First one is Braden Burns from the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Been a big fan of Braden for a long time, but I've got to tell you, I was very disappointed with his performances this year. He looked a little bit off the beat. He looked incredibly slow to me. I know he was coming back for an injury. I understand that, but even five or six weeks into returning, he was still looking slow and sluggish. So really interesting times. 18 months before that, I would have told you Braden Burns is one of the most underrated guys in rugby league. So hopefully Canterbury, they can get him back to where he was. Hopefully it was just that injury that was hindering him last year because it was very worrying seeing what I saw from Braden Burns last year. But he's a good fellow. He does a lot of great things off the field as well. He's had a pretty tough upbringing as well, Braden Burns. So he's a fantastic story of perseverance and not giving up. Fingers crossed he can do his very best work with the Canterbury Bulldogs. They've also signed Max King from the Melbourne Storm. Now, Max King started his NRL career up at the Gold Coast Titans. Really nice guy, champion fella. Uh, and a, an absolute workhorse. You probably haven't seen much of him since arriving at the Melbourne Storm. I think he only played a handful of games. A real locker room guy. Everyone sort of loves Max King everywhere he goes. As I said, champion fella. Uh, and a real workhorse, as I said as well. He will, if you give him, you know, 40, 50 minutes in the middle, he'll, he'll give you 40-odd tackles. He's that sort of footballer. I was very keen on him in Supercoach a couple of years ago. Uh, he was playing for the Titans. And they had the last game of the season and they, they had a couple of backs on their bench and they named him at 13. And I'd watch him play reserve grade. was really impressed. I remember I picked him in my team. It was grand final week of Supercoach. I picked him in my team and all my mates sort of laughed and said, who the hell is this bloke? I said, oh, you watch. If he plays minutes, which I thought he would play 60 minutes, he'll score 60 points. Um, they had a couple of injuries in that game. He actually ended up playing the full 80 and he scored 80 points. So it was about 65 or 70 in base stats. So Max King is one to keep an eye on. If he can score an opportunity in this Bulldogs pack, especially super coach wise. He's a guy that has got a really high workload. So keep an eye on Max King. I think he'll be another good signing. I don't think he'll be a superstar player, but I think that as a depth signing, as a guy to have in your squad, as a guy to sort of fill holes here and there and step up when you need him to, Max King, he will be a brilliant signing with the Canterbury Bulldogs. This team, they are really moving the needle. They're going to be a very interesting side heading into season 2022. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.